Hey everybody, welcome to the Church Collective Podcast. My name is Ryan and I and Chris Bellamy will be your hosts. In this episode, we talked to Alex Pappas from Hillsong Young and Free. When we talked, their album was going to be coming out, but it's been months and their album is finally out. It is fantastic. I'd encourage you to go check it out. And also, have you ever dealt with the internet just being weird for you? What we found is when we went back to put this podcast together, that there were a few times where the audio kind of got a little out of sync. So there's a couple little edit points in here, but we wanted to make sure that you heard this episode. It is just fantastic so here we go with the church collective podcast um yeah so we recorded uh we as hillsong young and free recorded our fourth uh full-length album uh in january at our summer camp and um yeah we just we actually if most people would know that australia was uh basically on fire we would drive like up the coast from sydney and uh have our summer camp obviously with like literally the entire state was covered in smoke and like you really could like air quality outside was so bad that we actually had to move the whole summer camp just back to one of our our campuses and luckily our main campus is you know out in the suburbs enough to where we have a little bit of space that we could you know get some games going and what was so amazing about that week honestly is like, you know, because it, it going up to the camp, going up to these beach, like little like campsites and stuff like is special and it's fun. And, and there's something about, I think, getting out of the city that leads like high school students to this like desperation. I don't know. But, but man, there was something so, I think, mature about the young people as well leading up to this recording that they were just up for it. And they just went in and we just had the most yeah amazing night and encountered God and captured captured that, captured the new songs. And according to the current plan, uh, we hope we're still putting it out sometime late June. Obviously, uh, there's a lot going on right now. So (laughs) we're still figuring out how we can uh, get that out there and stuff and, you know, obviously tell people about it well. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. What what did the songwriting process, like I'm sure, I mean, you guys are known in a lot of circles for being just super innovative with what you're bringing to the table. Um, could you maybe give us a little peek into like how did you guys write these songs for this one? What did it feel like? You know, how did what did yeah? I mean, what was that process? Yeah, I mean, I think there was there was something for us that was like um, leading up to this album, knowing that we were because we we recorded our first album at a summer camp, and uh, and and that was obviously there there was an energy to that, and a, I think a spirit behind that that really um, I don't know it made our music something that. I don't know, seemed exciting. Uh, like, it, you know, people could catch, could grasp a little bit about what that was from more than just, uh, it, I don't know, from more than just what we delivered. Kind of to come back to that. So that was in January of 2013. I, we're trying to capture a similar spirit, I suppose. A similar like, okay, just at summer camp, it's like you've never been sweatier in your life. Like you've never felt more disheveled in your entire <laughs> um, adult life. Um, and, but like, there's nothing like more fun than like praising God at camp. And so I guess writing songs again, that like felt like the party, but then, like I said before, writing songs as well, that would, uh, you know, uh, we churches, uh, songs that would touch heaven and change the earth. And so really just, I suppose like going for God. And so, yeah, I mean, as far as uh, like writing songs to be innovative, I suppose 
that's in the back of our minds. But the funny thing about Young and Free, I think, has always been like the songs that we write and uh, the songs that have come out of our group uh, are just really genuine to who we are. We wrote a song called Alive, and that was the first song that like felt like, oh, this is this is us. And that was kind of Aiden and I going like, man, I, and he and I had written many of the other songs that we'd been working on as well. And it's like, man, like, I don't know. It was just a finally a, just a conversation and a shift of headspace. It's just like, oh, maybe we should stop trying to be somebody else and just be who God has intended us to be. And yeah. from then, like, like, I can't describe it as anything but like favor and, you know, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because I don't know, we're, we're not that exceptionally talented of people, but I think God's hand has just been on it and, and blessed us for uh, this season to bring what we bring. And so I forget what the question was, but that, oh, how we wrote the yeah. song, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I guess that, I think that answers the question. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about the, the single Best Friends? Is that, first off, is that going to be on the new album? And is that the vibe of the new album? Or was that just like, because that's obviously such a departure from the past stuff, sonically. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would say you're going to get a bit more of that on the record. And yes, what's awesome to me is because I, I love the music that we've made, but we've kind of always been just like, oh, man, like, like there's always something, even like on our last record, playing a song like Hindsight, which uh, was just very much like a you know kind of four or five piece rock band sort of setup with a little bit in the track. Yeah, so the album, it, it, you're going to get a bit of that. You're going to get a, a little bit of the things that you've known us for as well, though. So a bit of both. Yeah, I, I like how um, on your previous stuff, you have uh, acoustic versions of it. And it seems to translate really well, which makes me wonder, did, were they, are they originally kind of written as like singer-songwriter type things, and then you morph them into more of a dance style? Like... Or is it just coincidence that they translate because they're good songs? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I, I mean, I wish, I don't even, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how like, uh, you know, big pop writers, how they necessarily come up with their stuff. But um, most of the time we have, we would have a couple of writers in the room and then a producer as well. But um, like if myself and, you know, one of the other guys are the, the writers, like we're sitting on acoustic guitars and uh, you know, upright pianos, and we're we're coming up with the melodies and the lyrics like that way. And when and when we're finishing the lyrics, you know, we're sitting at a piano just trying to figure out if these things work. So, yeah, I I would kind of say yeah, yes, but we're definitely writing them initially, most of the time, to be a big dance hit. Yeah, in my in my home church, um, I found since it's a it's it's a family church, so there's all age ranges, you know, so. I found that if there was a Young and Free song I really wanted to do, we would introduce it first as an acoustic song for like altar call and stuff and get the church yeah. hooked on it. And we, when we did the full version, they were, they were into it. And I didn't really have to worry about the, you know, the, them being jarred by the, how, how, you know, they say disco and techno, you know, like they, they come out with all, you know, seniors come up with all kinds of names for that, you know, but, um, I really appreciated that the fact that it translated like that, you know, is like a good song stripped away first. Luckily, you know, Hillsong Young and Free, like we're part of a, a much bigger church and we stand on like such, you know, a 
tall shoulders with Hillsong United and Hillsong Worship and and like we'll often show you know a lot of the other guys the songs and they will kind of even as well listen to the listen to them in a more raw form and uh, like you said and kind of be sold on the song in and of itself and then when you dress it up with the track that can happen a little bit later yeah yeah can, i'm gonna steal you... your trick though <laughs> start doing <laughs> them in the 8 a.m just first thing <laughs> Skyview, like what? How? What does your guys' week look like as Young and Free with United and Hillsong and the Church? Like, what? What's your weeks look like as a team? Well, yeah, I mean, like when we're home, in uh, and most a lot of us live in Sydney. We're quite the global church now. A lot of our crew live in LA and New York and yeah, around the world. But uh, I mean, the hub of our church is in Sydney. And and when we're home, man, we're just one church. We're just yeah. one family. Like before, we were Young and Free. We were just like the. the the people who served in the youth ministry leading worship. We do youth on Friday nights. And yeah, like they're honestly like our, our big brothers and sisters, our peers. And yeah, we'll kind of like see everybody every day. When I'm home, I'm one of the creative pastors of one of our campuses. So I look after uh, a, yeah, a couple campuses. And um, yeah, like when we're home, most of us really just do church. And then uh, we write when we can. And it's kind of it's like one of those things like you can like play when you get your chores done, but sure. obviously <laughs> church is not a chore. We all right, know I this. Got it. We got it. But we you, got this. But you know, if I if I if I make sure my weekend looks good, I'm like, oh, sick. Like, well, cool. That's good. I'm gonna write tomorrow. And uh, yeah, yeah we're, we're very blessed to be in a position where we can do that. And again, like you said, to have these giants, spiritual giants around us to work with and write with and hang out with, it's awesome. Sure. What um in the midst of everything that's going on, like all of our churches are kind of reinventing ourselves or, you know, changing the game. What, what are you guys doing uh, in the midst of everything? Oh man. Well, so we've, uh, I mean, obviously every day, um, at least in Australia, every day it's kind of like a new announcement from our prime yeah. minister. Like, so yeah. we went full like content mode last week or the last two yeah. weeks, I guess like just capturing like as many like worship services and pardon me and uh, like uh speakers cap capturing their message and uh and yeah like whereas like this week we're kind of i guess we kind of went into last week uh i guess rush mode in a way right. like just trying to get as much yeah. done as we could um to be ready for finding cool little setups and like i i played like acoustic and so this week I'm kind of overseeing like uh, like a living room sort of worship session where like legally we can only have like three people in the room anyway. So trying to like come up with cool different setups, like one of our guys just leading from piano with a cello. Yeah, trying to create a space like in our online services that, yeah, I mean, like with a grain of salt, like I definitely think like people who are sitting in uh worship in their living room maybe aren't like standing up like going for it like they would on a sunday yeah. but like our, like our job as worship leaders is always to evoke like that emotion and evoke and bring in like the presence of god and so we can point people to jesus when we draw people in like as worship leaders we're meant to draw people in and so this week we're just trying to brainstorm what we can create that will again like draw people in so i'm listening like to your talking, right? And I'm, I'm, you say fire and church, totally American. How did you get to Hillsong? Like, how did you grow up? How did, how did you become a musician? 
Yeah, awesome. I um I was born in California. I was born in, in Long Beach. Yeah, I was like I'd been going to like a community college for a year, couple years. I was uh, like overseeing the youth praise and worship team at my local church. It was super conservative, non-denominational, and beautiful people. But when I when I actually was given the youth praise and worship team to to run, my youth pastor, who to this day is still one of my favorite people and mentors in my life, he handed me a Hillsong United, uh, the United We Stand record, and was just like, maybe we should play some of these songs. Like pretty much exclusively every song on that record. And, uh, and then, you know, as I was saying, as I was going to community college, this great mentor, my pastor, been trying to get me to go to Bible college for years. And uh, yeah, so that was uh, 11 years ago. And so that would be why my accent goes, Meh. and I also married an Australian three months ago. So she's rubbing off on me. I'm so sorry. You know, you'd always, you've always played songs growing up in, in Hillsong, and you, and you see it on, on YouTube and everything, but I, was, I didn't know what the actual vibe of inside the church would be like. Mm. And I was just blown away by, like, the people in the congregation just being so authentic and, and the worship being authentic and Brooke just being super raw, you know, the way she leads worship and everything. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it really kind of changed slash solidified my, my view of Hillsong and, and reinforced mm. And my love for the songs and everything. So, yeah, I I, I totally get it. It was awesome. <laughs> Were you there for that that conference? So, I actually uh, last year, last last March, so just just uh, about a year ago, I left for a young and free tour in Canada, and my visa went bad, and um, and. Yeah, so I actually spent pretty much all of the last year overseas. Okay. So, yeah, which which actually, I mean, it's funny that we should mention, but I actually had to sit out pretty much everything in the last, like, 12 months. So, I mean, I was able to do tours, but sat out Hillsong Conference. I wasn't even in the country for uh, the creative conference. And actually, to be honest, for, uh, for anyone who's listening and is wondering, I um, actually, actually had to sit out the recording for the Young and Free record, which was, um, which was, I mean, to be honest, like besides like, you know, like a breakup, <laughs> which was really sad, you know, not being on, like, honestly, like if I'm being, if my flesh is talking here, like not being up there with my best friends and stuff. And, um, but like, it was such a, it was such a funny, like, experience to to be there and, and yeah it was just sort of like i felt like after it was over you know and i was there on the night and just worshiping with everybody in the room and like i said but it was just sort of this like you know like we're just we're just called to be worshipers we're just called to uh and like be a part of the body and so like there's yeah i mean obviously we're blessed that we get to to do this and we get to travel and all this stuff but yeah, I, I don't know. God just spoke to me real clearly about just being like a worshiper first. And the, the one thing that I kind of thought this last year um, and kind of figured out about God is, you know, we never, none of us ever graduate from like God teaching us stuff, you know, like, like no, none of us ever graduate from God, like teaching us lessons. This is a dumb question, but I'm assuming all of your hair is not under that cap. All the long hair is gone, yeah. man. Okay. So now, sorry. does that have to do with 
did that have to do with you getting benched or was it like, <laughs> what, how did that, you know, that was your signature for so long. So how did, how did that go? It was, man, it was, I, I had the thought, I was like, man, like people, like people were like strangely into my hair. <laughs> <laughs> like it was bizarre. Like people would like literally like ask to touch it. So I thought to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cut this before my identity is only my <laughs> other question was um are you guys aware of the salty memes for uh hillsong college teens account like how does that mean love anything it. to you guys are you I guys like it. do you guys know the people behind it or like maybe got anything to riff on that a little bit man, man i i love it i'm like he should that <laughs> sometimes people like get a little salty towards him but i'm just like man let him go man. let him just run with it you couldn't offend me. You guys are like on the forefront. When people talk about like modern versus vintage worship music, <laughs> you guys are always, it's like you're synonymous with modern. And I'm, I'm, I've always been curious like what your, your influences are. Uh, I mean, I think if you were to ask like all of our crew, like that answer would vary so much. Like, for me, like I'm a big fan of like just like a lot of bands that are doing it um, like really like organic these days, um, and like you know still like Ryan Tedder is actually my songwriting hero. I love him. Do you, One do day, you, um, do you watch the show Songland? Yeah, man. I like love that. it. Yeah, yeah I love I, it. I, I love that show. It's cool. Like, finally, some songwriting. You know, like. It's awesome. We were just talking to Cody Carnes two days ago, and I was asking him what his influences were, and and I was not shocked, but I was surprised. What he he said Under Oath, Amberlin. He was naming you know the same kind of bands, and I'm like, mm. immediately I'm like, I, I get you, you know, like <laughs> it makes sense. It all makes sense. Where do you see um like the future, like the next five years of worship going? Wow. That's a big question. Dude, you're the it's, you're the holder of that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, I, I don't know. Hey, like I think I mean I think we're living in a pretty like crazy time. Like obviously, even like what five years ago, like you still basically wouldn't even hear worship music on the radio, right? You know what I mean? Like if anything, it was always like uh, CCM's cover of a worship song, like on the radio. But like you know like live songs like weren't making it on the radio so like we're living in days where it's like oh yeah like worship music is like people are are listening to it as well as just singing it in their churches and, and yeah i don't know like it's because let's be honest worship music in and of itself generally is like a genre of music it's that like i don't, I don't know where like, like where it's heading man i don't for, for us it's like we still write like songs that we like think and hope and witness like young people getting excited about. So like, it's kind of, and like we, we have like pass and fail definitely like, but we still try out songs at youth on a Friday night. And like, we don't give up after one go because like nobody loses their mind when they don't know what's coming, you know what I'm saying? But we'll give a song a few cracks and then like, if they're not responding to it, like, all right, but like best friends, for example, like that felt really left field. Like, cause it kind of obviously with that like chorus pedal, like chorus, like guitar line going at the start, you're just like, I don't know, like, this is really cool for us. 
like this is really cool for like what we grew up listening to but i don't know if like youth are gonna love best friends but first time we played it they were just like screaming it like i, I don't know if you've heard the live version like but they yeah. naturally just like start like you know our youth always does that but there's like the we want the truth we want it we want it like the second time they heard the song they just like started doing that and it so i mean where it goes like sonically like i don't know i would love it if it keeps going like more organic in the still in the high energy feeling but it'll always be songs for us that like yeah get people going yeah when i don't know if you know you probably know but that that song got leaked on youtube oh did it yeah and I, I, man, I, I'm telling you, my phone blew up. Like, <laughs> every, all my friends were texting me this, like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you heard the new Young and Free? It sounds like Vintage United. It's awesome, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, and, and, and I remember I sent it to Ryan, and he was like, ah, oh, the link is gone. Like, they, somebody took it down. But there was this, like, <laughs> grief. Like, it was a day. I remember I was sitting in Chipotle, and my phone was, bl- like, I probably got 15 texts in a matter of, like, 30 minutes about it. And I was like, man, like that's pretty cool. That first off, it's completely different vibe, but also that people are virally sending a YouTube link to a, you know, a leaked version. Because then, I, then we were talking about like that would be genius if somebody <laughs> did that on purpose just to get kind yeah. of like people talking. Because you know, it, like I said, it was such a departure from what people have in their head of what Young and Free sounds like. So they were like, what's happening? You know, so. Yeah, I mean, what's so fun is, like, we definitely love, like, it's, like, obviously when you tour, like, when you have one record, we had 12 songs, like, the first, like, two years of touring, so when people, like, wanted one more song at the end, like, we just played Alive twice, we played Wake a couple times, (laughs) like, now it's, it's, you know, it's funny, like, just like any other band, once you've got a few albums under your belt, it's kind of just, like, it's, it's pretty cool, even still watching it all fit together we haven't really toured much we were just on winter jam for a couple months but even just putting best friends in that set you're just like man it's cool like a church crowd to clap their hands like they'll do it they might not smile at you but they'll do it you know and it's that's fun it's fun putting it all together do you have any um special guests like i know you had lecrae on one of your songs before do you have any special guests like that coming up on the next album but yeah, I don't know. Like we've we've talked about like a few songs and a few things, but obviously like because we did the album specifically live, like we're doing some studio versions, but that'll be a little later. And uh yeah, we'll just see. I don't know. <laughs> everybody's just right now everybody's figuring out like what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What do we so, so the reason I was asking you is because people are spreading a rumor, or I don't know if it is a rumor, that Kanye's gonna be on the next Young and Free album. It's a, I'm like trying to gauge your faith. Man, if it's a rumor, I hope it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't be opposed to it is what you're saying. Man, I, I would not be opposed to it at all. Man, I, I think, I, I mean, I, I would love, I'd be so interested truly in watching the, the backlash that would come from it. But yeah. man, I, I don't know if you've listened to his record, but man, yeah. I, I like every every friend I have, whether in church or out of church, when he put out uh, Jesus is King, literally were just like, oh, man, like, do you believe him? Like, oh, man, like, what do you think? Like, Pastor Alex, like, what do you think? Yeah. And I was just like, man, he literally wrote a song for us, like for you haters. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, he put a song on the record knowing that we like Christians would be the first ones to be like, oh, it's fake, blah, blah, blah. 
And like, man, like I just pray to God that like we as the global church can be on board when people are finding Jesus and wanting to point them to him. So it's awesome. So I would love it. (laughs) Speaking of Chick-fil-A, do you miss Chick-fil-A? Honestly, man, I didn't grow up eating Chick-fil-A. Like, but like (laughs) Taco Bell and In-N-Out for me are just... In and I out. Eat. See, that's the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, man. I so like last year in my exile, I I lived with some like family in L.A. for a couple months, and I put on easily fifteen pounds. Just like like every night, like driving home after riding, it was just like, well, Taco Bell's open. Eleven years of being deprived of it, you can understand my yeah. my weakness. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing when I was in Australia. I was I was a little disappointed at the fast food game there you know it seemed like mcdonald's was like the thing it's probably for the best but (laughs) but then the rest of the food was amazing i mean we were we were eating out all the time um do you we when we were there we stayed in bondi and i was wondering do you surf do you are you i know a lot of the hillsong guys surf do you are you a surfer or a skater yeah surfing is a early morning man's game and I, I do not wake up early to this, this, we're doing this call at my 8am. And like, when I woke up at 730, I was just like, the sacrifices we make for the kingdom. No, I'm joking. But no, like my friends, my friends who go surfing are up at like 5am, like getting like first light. And I just, I'm, I'm not about it, but I do love to skate. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if the hair was a, a surf, surfer hair, skater hair, or musician hair. It was definitely musician hair. I definitely, like, when I'm playing guitar, like, with, like, short hair, like, you still, like, want to bang your head and stuff, but it really has yeah, a much, it <laughs> it's, it's much lamer effect. A lot of our listeners are, are into gear, like, guitar gear, recording gear. Are you, are you into all that? Uh, I am medium into guitar gear. <laughs> Like I what? love, I love guitars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. On, on tour, what is your like? What do you bring with you on tour, gear wise? Um. Well, I I I'll play like acoustic and electric on tour, and I I travel. Uh, as of late, I've been touring. I got picked up uh, one of the new Fender uh, Mustangs, the American Performer ones. That to me, like a a Mustang, like and really like a Tele is like because every time that we tour. Like we're bringing all our gear from Australia to wherever. So we're spending like between like 14 of us, we're checking like 60 bags or something. And so like a Tele, a Mustang. I've toured like a Gretsch before. I had a have a White Panther. But with that, your only guitar, man. After a couple flights, and I am not a great uh, setup artist. So after a couple flights, she's intonations off. Whereas my telly, I throw it and I drop it, pick it up. It's still in tune, good to go. So, <laughs> how about um like amps and pedals? Are you using like real amps, Kemper, Fractal? What what's your the rest of your setup look like? Yeah, I mean normally on tour, like pretty much consistently, like I'll just end up with a an AC30 just with a Vox. That's that that I found because we're not bringing our amps from overseas, obviously. So we're just hiring them from backline companies. And the AC30 to me has been the most consistent. You're bringing a pedal board too, or 
Yep, sure. got my pedal board set up by Goodwood. Thank goodness for uh, the mate rate. Grant Grant uh, has actually been like one of my best friends since I moved to Australia. So like, oh, yeah, okay. 11 plus years. And uh, yeah, so he's actually, I used to play bass, uh, was my first instrument before. And uh, like when they were just getting started, they were kind of just like, hey, want us to build you a board? And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I was okay. one of their first guinea pigs. I actually just switched back to using an M5 instead of the H9, just because uh, it's a little bit more uh, user friendly. And uh, but yeah, as far as like putting it all together, like thank God for Grant and Mikey for knowing how it should all go because I am not a wizard, but they are. Shout out Goodwood Audio, <laughs> great guys, nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, actually, Mikey's texting me right now. I'm scared to look at what he's sending me. So. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode we have some zoom worship leader and guitar and gear hangs coming up you can head on over to the churchcollective.com and press that zoom hangs button and join us for those events they're going to be fantastic and i would love to see you there god bless you